0: Welcome to the Youthology Podcast this week. This week we are dealing with the important topic of leadership, recruiting, and retention. It takes all kinds of people to reach all kinds of people. Every type of leader to reach every type of student. And retention is as important as recruiting. Team health assures team history. Leadership development Assures leadership longevity. You get that? L- listen, as an athlete or a musician, I will draw that same type of person to myself. As an academic or an alternative, I will draw that same kind or type of person to myself. So the importance of diversity on your leadership team in next-gen ministry is vital to reaching all kinds of teenagers. I don't want to just reach the athletes or the alternatives or, or right uh, a certain segment of society I want to reach them all and so my leadership team must reflect that it takes strategy and intention to bring a makeup of diversity right on your leadership team diversity of age race gender socioeconomic background education and even vocation because our target is as diverse as our leadership team must be, right? Think about it, think about it this way. Superman, a Superman or Wonder Woman ministry doesn't work because Superman and Wonder Woman have a weakness. However, when you incorporate the entire cast of Avengers, there is no weakness. It's like a plurality of leadership under a singular vision and that will reach more people than you can imagine because now there's no weakness in the team. There may not be a better way to naturally reach more people than to recruit and to develop more leaders. (laughs) All right, listen, I know you're probably thinking, man, another leadership talk. I'm tired of leadership development. Well, we get tired, listen, we get tired of hearing about leadership development Um, for a reason. Generally because we haven't done it very well. But I think if we would increase the spiritual leadership development of the soul and total health, we would see a greater impact on the church, on youth ministry, and in our organizations because we're looking at total health. Um, Look at it this way. Let Let me illustrate it this way. Look at the books that are on your desk or your bookshelf. Probably a lot of books on natural leadership, systems and skill sets and traits and um, personality and gift tests, organizational help, um, hierarchy, job descriptions, and the buzzword, influence. Right? Those are what contemporary leadership books talk about today, but those are not what we were raised on uh, when I was becoming a young leader. And certainly we need a mix of these, but what we saw more when it came to leadership development were themes like spiritual disciplines and prayer and fasting, right? Uh, Removing educational lids, character, empathy, theory, and why I'm doing something versus just goals and practice. Leadership integrity, right? Listen. The problem is, as we have all seen over the years, every church or organization for that matter rises and falls on leadership, whether that is good or bad leadership. Leadership becomes the thrust or the movement of a youth ministry. It defines it. It defines the the youth ministry. It's not enough to recruit leaders then we must also retain leaders. And that's where the leadership health comes in. To retain leaders, we must, listen, train leaders. We've done a lot of work on this, but I'm gonna give you a little top 10 here today. Because every youth ministry needs a plurality of leadership, but with a singular vision. This will help to ensure the health of your youth leadership team and recruit and help you recruit new leaders to the ministry. Valuing leadership development and shared ownership of the vision assures the health of the next-gen ministry. So we're going to talk about these things when it comes to recruiting and retention of leaders, okay? Here are 10, count them, 10. I'm just going to spend a minute on each one. Non-negotiables of youth or next-gen leadership development, okay? Number one, look for a sense of calling or a desire in people. Don't force it, right? It is much easier to develop people who are called and have that leadership desire to serve people. So there's with the development, we recruit them, but then we retain them with the development of them. We don't just need bodies, we need hearts people yes but people with a purpose right so number one um, is that calling number two look for character or integrity in in potential leaders you cannot replace character with hype that is a 100 meter dash that doesn't last and so when we when we're looking at recruiting and retention we want to we want to look for leaders of character, right? But we want to develop that character too. We need marathoners who can finish with integrity because integrity is key to a strong foundation that lasts. Integer, you know what an integer is? It's where the word integrity comes from. It's an unmixed number. So we need leaders who are unmixed. Number three, look for competencies or skill sets, right? It will take both the heart and the hands. Heart, the spiritual leadership. Hands, the natural giftedness of a leader. So we're looking at all of those kind of things that bring health. The competencies are the gifts and skills of a person. Everyone is a pro at something. I love this. Everyone is a pro at something. So identify the strengths of the people that are on your leadership team and let them run with what they are great at. Number four, place the culture or DNA of your organization into the protege or into the potential leader early and often. Be repeating that culture on a regular basis. You got to say it, say it again, and then say it one more time, right? Everyone pulling the same direction. Maybe you've heard the analogy of, of horses and the exponential work and growth of a horse. If one horse could pull 7,000 pounds, you would think that two would pull 14, Mm -mm, 21,000 pounds because of that exponential growth. Number five, every protege or potential leader should have a connection or sweet spot, the place that they serve. It's the place of their primary success. Maybe you've heard it said this way, right bus, right seat, right driver, right direction. We'll break that down and talk about that again, okay? Hey, number six, recognize that it takes continuity or a process to develop good leaders. That process includes both the natural and spiritual coaching, right? the, The heart and the hand. Dealing with the heart and the spiritual disciplines and dealing with the hands and the natural disciplines. I like to say it like this, prayer and promotion. Fasting and food. God and goals. Obedience and organization. They go hand in hand, spiritual and natural leadership. Number seven, every leader should live by a code or understanding of the importance of the organization. A set of guidelines or a framework for success and wins. The vision and the mission, that's what this is. It is the vision and the mission of an organization. It's the code that we live by, that we speak about. It is normal to experience dual loyalties and multiple desires on your team. Multiple visions, right, and ideas and goals and things that they want to do. But if you don't promote a singular vision, right, for this plurality of leadership that you have, the organization could lose. We win when we all know the code. Number eight, the content or education of our leaders. That's what what removes lids and fences so they can run. We we cannot lose the rabbi, the teacher, the trainer of knowledge and of wisdom. Listen, knowledge produces confidence. When we train our leaders, it produces confidence in them. We can do this through conferences and seminars and books and our personal coaching or webinars or guests that come in and speak to our leaders. Number nine, um, once the team is assembled, next-gen ministry needs unconditional compassion for a generation that we are trying to reach. Leadership empathy will take a next-gen ministry to the next level in ministry. Not just knowing students, right? Knowing students' names, but knowing their stories. Compassion fuels a health, healthy organization. All right, hey, number 10, finally, every next-gen ministry should value creativity. That's right, creativity. Listen, creativity in your leadership, recruiting, and retention. It takes all kinds of leaders to reach all kinds of students. Allow for the differences and the diversity on your team to reach all kinds of people in, in, uh, that are your target, right? Okay, listen, finally, retention is as important as recruiting. Team health assures team history. Listen, keep this in mind. Keep, it, keep these things in mind, these 10 things in mind. And it will help you gather the right kind of people. And once you gather the right kind of people, it will help you prepare them, right? It's the recruiting and the retention. They may change. These principles are, are they work. They may change little, look a little different depending on your organization, how many leaders you need, um, the area you live in. But when looking at shared ownership in a church, shared ownership in a youth ministry, seek to include these kind of elements that build a healthy next-gen team, all right? Hey, thank you again for for joining us. Remember, it takes all kinds of people to reach all kinds of teenagers. So, let's diversify that team, let's recruit uh, team members, and let's retain them through health, all right? Thanks again. Join us again next week for another topic on youth leadership. See you.